This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. Four companies, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google, have unprecedented influence over the daily lives of Americans. Should greater controls be implemented? Should consumers worry about privacy? We'll have this story. Capitalism is a great system. Competition is great. But we need rules of fair play, and we need to have open, honest discussions around whether these companies play by a different set of rules. Then, a recent study shows a link between domestic violence and abusive behavior in the workplace. Sometimes we have this idea that what happens at home and what happens at work is quite separate. And one of the things that this study confirms is that violence crosses workplaces and home. Those two stories and more are coming your way on this edition of InfoTrack. Stay tuned. The show begins right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. Four companies, Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google, dominate modern life as we know it. These four firms exert huge influence over our economy, public policy, and consumer behavior. Scott Galloway is a professor of marketing at New York University and a serial entrepreneur, and he's written a book titled The Four, The Hidden DNA of Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google. Scott, hundreds of companies come and go, but these four have become ultra big and powerful, and they just keep growing. What is the magic ingredient they have that so many other companies don't have? I think the magic ingredient beyond, obviously, incredible execution is within each of us, and that is, I believe, each of the four firms taps into a very basic instinct. I think Google hits our instincts, our need for a super being, for a god in a society that as we become more affluent and educated, we're less reliant on a super being, so we need a divine authority that we can query what feels like unanswerable questions and get a definitive answer back. I think that Facebook is helping us catalyze, strengthen, and reinforce relationships with loved ones and taps into our instinct not only to be loved, but to love others. Amazon is our consumptive gut, staving off the inevitable fear of having too little, which is the cause for starvation and malnourishment. So we open our cupboards and our closets and always want more for less, which is the ultimate strategy. And Amazon's better at that now than anyone in the world. And finally, Apple taps into the second strongest instinct. After we know we're going to survive, we want to procreate. And the iPhone is the new symbol of education, innovation, and that you have good genes. I believe it's a new luxury item that says you're worthy of being a good mate. So I think these four firms have literally disarticulated who we are, our relationship with God, sex, consumption, and love, and reassembled them in the form of for-profit companies and created the shareholder value or market capitalization equivalent to the GDP of India. Do you see any one of these companies fading? And if so, what would cause that to happen? All four have just incredible momentum. People say, who will be the first to a trillion? And I think it's going to be Amazon, but all of them are in striking distance. I think if there's one that's vulnerable right now, I would argue that it's Facebook, mostly because it's in the midst of a crisis. And the damage done to a company isn't from the crisis itself, typically, but from the reaction to the crisis. And the perception is that Facebook's reaction has been underwhelming and is only fueling the flames of discontent. So right now, Facebook feels the most vulnerable. Is there anything that we should be fearful about with the power these companies have over us? Well, sure. I think there's a series of important issues to be discussed, whether it's 
job destruction, tax avoidance, the potential for these platforms to be weaponized by the intelligence units of foreign governments is obviously very disturbing. More than anything, I think that these companies reflect an unhealthy transition in our society where we no longer worship at the altar of kindness or character, but we worship at the altar of innovation and shareholder value. And just to take Apple as an example, I would argue Apple has sort of become our innovator's religion. Steve Jobs is our Jesus Christ. And the iPhone X should be called the iPhone Cross. But we've decided the iPhone is more precious than our person, where we can have fluids extracted from us against our will if we're suspected of a DOI. Our homes and our computers, which it's easy to get search warrants for if you're spouse doesn't show up one day, but if a terrorist uses an iPhone to kill 13 people and the FBI wants into that iPhone, Apple combats or disputes the court order and the public largely supports it. So I think we have an unhealthy idolatry of innovators and shareholder value that has resulted in less scrutiny or that these companies are not held at the same standards as the rest of business. We're talking with Scott Galloway, professor at New York University and author of the Four, The Hidden DNA of Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google. Scott, is there anything about, I'm sure there are some uh, things about these companies that if we knew them, they would surprise us? Sure. There's a long list. I mean, pick one. Google owns has 90% share of search, and the search market is now by dollar volume bigger than the entire advertising market of any nation except the U.S. So you have a company that controls 90% of a media business that's bigger than the entire ad market of any country. Of Facebook, 80% of our time on the phone is in-app. We're in an application, and Facebook controls six of the top 10 applications. So Facebook, you know, your mobile phone isn't a telecommunications vehicle. It's a delivery system for Facebook. Amazon has paid $1.4 billion in corporate income tax since 2008. Walmart has paid $64 billion, and this is in the face or despite the fact that Amazon has added the market capitalization of Walmart to its value just in the last 24 months. All of these firms have incredibly um, interesting and somewhat disturbing data around their operations. As a citizen, I think we also just need to engage in a discussion and a dialogue around Capitalism is a great system. Competition is great, but we need rules of fair play, and we need to have open, honest discussions around whether these companies play by a different set of rules. Should consumers be fearful of the amount of data these companies have, like Big Brother is watching them 24-7? It's a great question, but it's a complicated one because most of us want our privacy violated to a certain extent in exchange for utility. Very few people clear their cookies or their cash on their computer because they recognize that being on a site that serves you the correct product or a more relevant product or a more relevant ad is good. We don't mind that Uber uses GPS of our location to help our driver find out where we are and get to us more easily. At the same time, we should have elected officials and we should have regulators ensuring that the data doesn't go overboard and that there are protections in place to ensure that hackers can't get to this data. I mean, all you need to really contemplate to understand the potential dangers here is imagine your name and your face above every Google search query you have put into that Google query box chronologically. It would likely inform a lot of people about what you're thinking, what you're planning, your behavior that they may not know about. You would probably have social chaos. So again, we trust these entities with a great deal of personal information and data. 
So it's not unreasonable for us to put in place some safeguards and ask that regulators enforce certain privacy concerns and ensure that you know these laws are up to snuff. As somebody who's written a book that really dives deep into these companies, I'm just curious, have you taken any steps to maybe not use Google or, or to avoid using some of these companies? No, actually, I love these companies, and I use their products, and people come up to me sometimes after talks and say, should I not buy Apple products? I think these are fantastic consumer offerings to be enjoyed and leveraged, and I think companies should also try and understand how they leverage them. What I'm arguing is that capitalism is a great system. Competition, I personally believe competition is fantastic, and that the winner who gets into the end zone or hits the home run should be awarded with fabulous outsized gains. I think it's as Churchill said, the worst system of its kind, except for all the rest. And that is, it has its flaws, but it's the best system. What I'm trying to argue for is just a recognition of A, to learn how these companies become so powerful, and B, to have some open, honest dialogue around some of the concerns from a, an economy or companies that have shot out further faster than perhaps tax policy or privacy concerns or anti-competitive legislation has kept pace with. Amazon is now the fourth most valuable company in the world. It's probably, in my view, going to become the most valuable company in the world. And it effectively hasn't paid any corporate income tax. And you might say, well, that's okay because it reinvests everything in the consumer, but we're going to have to have companies that probably pay some level of income tax that so we're going to have to rethink our income tax structure. Are we comfortable with companies having this sort of dominant market share? So in sum, I'm a big fan of the competition between these firms. I'm a big fan of these firms. I think if there's a guilty party here, it's the man in the mirror, and that is we have to elect officials that will ensure everybody's playing by the same rules. The book is The Four, The Hidden DNA of Amazon, Apple, Facebook, and Google, and the author, Professor Scott Galloway. Scott, thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much for having me. Next, the eye-opening connection between domestic and workplace violence. That story, coming up. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned.